0: Okay, so, entertainingly enough, I was dead wrong on Thursday about aluminium and recycling. I hate that, but I do thank you for pointing it out in the comments, really. I do appreciate it. Setting the record straight about that, therefore, in this report. Details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously, or you can just click the card somewhere up there now. My last report was on marketing genius and emphatically crap, Priminsa Scott Morrison, the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries, and the epic bullshit embodied in the term zero emissions, relating to automotive business in Australia, generally. And I do stand by most of that report, including the central overarching thesis, which is zero emissions is an holy bullshit concept. But there is one important correction. See, I did, uh, how you say, uh, I think the scientific term is fuck up. I did fuck up and... Not in a Caligula way. Details on that in just a sec. I will link to that report with a card up there right about now. On balance, though, I don't actually view being wrong as especially shameful, unless, of course, you're doing it intentionally or maliciously or both. Certainly, you know, fessing up about an honest mistake is somewhat less disgraceful than just sweeping it under the rug quietly or sticking to your position regardless and failing thus to set the record straight. At least, it is on my world, dude. Pretending it didn't happen is frankly the kind of thing that Volkswagen would do or a politician or a lobby group. And I cannot bring myself so low to stoop, as Yoda would probably say. I did claim in that report that recycling aluminium as opposed to manufacturing it from bauxite, the ore, does not really save you that much CO2 slash energy, and that was categorically wrong. Mere culpa on that. I simply misinterpreted the following statement to which I obviously should have devoted somewhat more cognitive Bandwidth. At present, the global average of CO2 emissions for both virgin and recycled aluminium is 11.5 tonnes of CO2 per tonne of aluminium. That's from aluminiuminsider.com, and clearly it does not mean what I said, which is that virgin and recycled aluminium are roughly the same in terms of embodied energy or CO2 emissions. My fault entirely. The number quoted there is in US tons, obviously, and I converted that to metric, but several of you pointed out my fundamental error of false equivalence in the comments. Thank you very much for that. I would rather be corrected by you than be enduringly wrong. So I investigated this following your comments. And yeah, it is far more energy intensive to manufacture aluminium from bauxite than it is to recycle the stuff. Virgin aluminium is incredibly energy intensive. See... If you pump a ton of energy into bauxite, which is basically aluminium oxide, you get pure aluminium out the other end of your refinery slash smelter. But if you'd like to see the process in reverse, you can, of course, do this. It is more entertaining, I suppose, to see how much energy is liberated when you run it all backwards. (laughs) This is doable, but not recommended, at least... Not by me, unless you really, really need to crack a safe or something. I'm hardly letting the cat out of some bag when I say you can use powdered aluminium as a fuel and combine it with powdered iron oxide, like rust, as an oxidizer to make your very own bauxite, effectively. It deflagrates somewhat entertainingly and it releases a shit ton of energy per gram. When you mix them up, it's actually pretty safe as a mixture because it's quite hard to get the whole reaction going. You can even light a match into the mixture and nothing will happen, probably, because the activation energy is sky-high. But if you do set it off, make sure you only use a few grams initially and stand well back and wear PPE and do it outside, or better still don't friggin' do it at all, because we're talking about playing with thermite, which has a diverse range of industrial and military uses, including in incendiary grenades and exothermic butt welding of railway track on location and things of that nature. And the safe crackers love it. (laughs) You just need to get the amount sort of Goldilocks so you don't incinerate the cash. I actually trained as an engineer in the railways and I can tell you on a stack of Superman comics that thermite is the easiest way to join big long lengths of railway track together, especially if you're somewhere out there, you know, in the boonies and you don't happen to have a big juicy arc welder standing by. The temperature in a thermite reaction skyrockets to about 2,500 degrees C, albeit briefly... If you want to experience this without the inherent danger, just search Thermite on YouTube for more. Plenty of examples and tutorials. It's probably safer just to watch in this way, I'd suggest. Plus, I am wholly disinclined to tell you how to set it all off here and now. Not that this is some kind of state secret either. What you'll essentially see coming out of a thermite reaction is the amount of energy you would have to pump in if you want to drive the process the other way. Only when you look at it, the energy's coming out, okay? So to make aluminium, you have to pump it in if you want to produce the metal from the oxide, which is the exact opposite of the thermite reaction. A pro tip on this, okay? You cannot actually extinguish a thermite fire if it happens to go all sort of Black Hawk down on you, you know, in mum and dad's lounge room. A thermite reaction makes its own oxygen from the iron oxide in much the same way as a burning lithium-ion battery does. So it kind of burns until all the reaction material runs out and you will not be able to put it out any earlier than that. So there's that. Official claims about recycling aluminium are a bit vague, frankly, and they usually cite up to 95% of input energy, which can be saved by recycling. Weasel words, frankly, like up to always scare me and claims such as this, like, okay, dude, but up to 95%. What is that really? In reality, in practice, you know, mostly in industry out there. According to Terry Norgate at the CSIRO in his 2013 report entitled Metal Recycling, the Need for a Life Cycle Approach, there are inconsistencies in the use of recycling metrics in reports and publications giving metal recycling data. So 95% saving is probably an overbu- saving <laughs> So, ninety-five percent saving is probably an overblown best case. Fuck, man. So, ninety-five percent saving is probably an overblown best case claim for recycled aluminium, and the reality of energy saving is probably somewhat less. But because of the reverse thermite energy volume thingo just discussed. Aluminium is definitely one of the best candidates for metal recycling and I was pretty damn wrong about that, so... Once again, I'm sorry, my fault entirely. Mr. Norgate adds, if the principles of sustainability are to be incorporated into metal recycling systems and processes, it is essential that life cycle assessment methodology be used to assess these systems and processes. Life cycle analysis, of course, always makes green sounding initiatives look worse because it forces you not to ignore any segment of a particular process which might otherwise be ignored for some sort of green agenda convenience. And of course, every segment in every process involves the burden of the second law of thermodynamics and of course, energy and CO2. And this is exactly what car makers do when they refer to battery electric vehicles and fuel cell electric vehicles as zero emissions vehicles. They ignore the tremendous amounts of energy and CO2 embodied in the manufacture of those vehicles for convenience, as well as you know end-of-life costs and even midlife maintenance. I'd further suggest that it would be a mistake to conflate recycling aluminium with this being any kind of clean process. It's actually pretty filthy. It requires things like beer cans, for example, to be collected, sorted, shredded, as well as chemically and mechanically cleaned to remove oxidation. And then once you've done that and it's all melted down in some friggin' crucible, the molten aluminium needs to have the hydrogen gas it absorbs from decomposing water from humidity in the air and from oil contaminants on the material itself. It needs to have all of that degassed from the molten mixture by adding fun chemicals like hexachloroethane and ammonium perchlorate. Yes. <laughs> These, of course, release highly toxic chlorine gas, which, frankly, loves having a fling with hydrogen, mainly because chemistry is just so impossibly entertainingly polygamous like that. Yes. I wouldn't want to bathe in any of that shit, basically, or breathe it as it warms up, obviously. And of course, once you've done all of that, then you've got to tap off a small sample of your molten aluminium mix. You chill it out and jam it into the nearest spectroscope so you can decide how much virgin aluminium, how much copper, zinc, manganese, silicon, and or magnesium to add to the whole thing to give the finished alloy the properties that you require. So there's that. None of this sounds especially clean or green, mainly because it isn't. But still, according to worldaluminium.org, recycling aluminium globally saves about 90 million tonnes of CO2 every year, which, just to put that in context, equates to roughly 17% of Australia's annual emissions, or about two months' worth, in other words, and that is unequivocally a good thing, and hey, I was definitely wrong about it, and none of the context mentioned here is an attempt for me to excuse or mitigate being wrong, about which I am unreservedly apologetic. I just hope that you found the context kind of interesting here. I certainly did in researching this following your corrective comments. Let me know if I got any of this one wrong and we can go 100% inception with me falling on my sword here again in future, correcting corrections of my earlier corrections. <laughs> looking forward to that. Otherwise, I will just admonish myself somewhat privately to fuck up just ever so slightly less in future, if that's okay with you.